What's up, guys? Welcome to another exciting edition of Real Estate Podcast, episode 278. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trev. And we're trying to get the impossible shot without him. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> deserves the impossible shot, Trev. No, dude. No one. Nope. This week we watched Nope. Yeah. Man, all right. Let's talk about fucking Pill for a second here. So we did get out, you know? Yeah. Enjoyed it. We did us. I thought he took it to the next level with us. I really enjoyed it a lot. And then, you know, as we're doing the podcast and everything, talking about news here and there, it's like, oh, the next the next movie's gonna be working on, you know, might have aliens and shit involved in it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there might be some crazy shit going down. Never in my fucking lifetime would I have thought we got the movie that we got. Like. Dude, when I got on here earlier, I told Griffin, I was like, you know what edging is? You know what that is, Trev? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah. It felt like I was being edged. I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, I was on the edge of my seat. Like, uh, what's happening? I mean, me and, me and Marina watched it. We started it on Saturday. And I was like, you want to watch the movie? We have a little bit of free time there. And she's like, yeah, let's go ahead and watch it. I was like, you know, it's an alien movie. She likes sci-fi stuff from time to time. She also likes horror stuff. And I'm like, just, you know, check it out. See what you think. I mean, we were fucking glued. I was kind of. Yeah, dude. Like I was not expecting. I was not expecting this whatsoever. And the way that the movie opened. Oh my God. With the Gordy scene. with Gordy beating the shit, like, dude. What was the production company? Monkey Paws? Yeah, Monkey Paws. I really yeah. thought that it was just like a like a reel for production. And I was like, yeah. whoa, that's a weird credit. <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, it's part yeah. of the movie. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, it such an interesting take on the Scott Tremors. Yeah, 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 right. Sky Tremors, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not a group. It's just one being that is just eating people. That was a clever idea to turn, like, the alien, like, the UFO into yeah. a creature. Yeah. That was a cool idea. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean... The way that they handled everything, you know, like the the way that it opened too with like uh, Keith David, right? Mm-hmm. And that thing, he's out there looking into the sky, and he's yeah. like, "Pops, you okay?" You know, like what? Hunched over. And, yeah, dude, Looking falls off the horse. Nickel went right through his eye. Yeah. Oh, he well, the way he was bleeding, I was like, you might want to put some pressure on that one in the truck. Yeah, for pops, real, stay with right? me, pops. Yeah. I'm like get a rag or something. Yeah, that don't look good. No, dude. The look on his face. Yeah, was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, he was almost like he was smiling. Yeah, when he was laying there dead. I mean, he didn't like, get got. We're yeah. gonna open it like this. I know that coming right after the Gordy scene. I'm like, what the fuck are we in store for? Yeah. You know, like what? Um, 
such a clever idea, such a great way of handling like spectacle and horror. You know what I mean? Like, uh huh. I was reading some stuff up on the, <clears throat> on the movie Trav and he took inspiration whenever he was writing this from, uh, the abyss close in. Um, stuff like that. You know what I mean? And yeah. I can definitely feel it in a big way, you know? Yeah, bro. Um, oh, the scene, man, where he goes out to the, the light comes on in the barn mm-hmm. when he sees the kids in the alien costumes. How creepy was that shit for a second? I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like when that thing popped its head out of the door, I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know? yeah. but when he went out there, Trav, and he was walking down through there to go to the light switch. And you could hear that thing that you put the horses on. It was going. It was like the abyss. Yeah. Pulling the chain. That's pretty clever. The way that they handled the creature too. Like they made it feel like the T-Rex from Jurassic Park. Like this larger than life force of nature that you just can't do anything about. Like you just have to fucking outsmart it. You know what I mean? And not only that too, like the way that they portray the, like him specifically, Daniel, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, how they, how they have him portray a rancher and how like calm and collected and cool he is the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, he's yeah. like, you know, that don't get behind that board. face, dude. Yeah, dude. That he face was said it all. Yeah. I think this was the best thing he's ever done. In my opinion. Like he, he really took it to the next level with this. I really liked it a lot. Like it I was, too. Yeah, it was like so. It. Go ahead, man. Yeah. It's not really cool shots, man. It was very, uh, like very well put together for sure. I love yeah. the little play on the UFO stuff that's kind of went on in the past few years. Like, uh, like it's he took that and made something you know pretty pretty original out of it. Yeah. And dude, people are fucking hating on this movie, man. Like they don't understand what the fuck's going on. Like I here, here's what I told Adam earlier. Growing up in in the part of the world where we grew up, we understand being around specific creatures that could like kill you or paralyze you like almost instantly. You learn much like, you know, much like dude learned. Yeah. You there's a certain way that you have to approach these things. There's a certain way that you have to handle yourself. You have to handle being around these creatures in order to. To survive, not get fucked man. up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His last name's Kaluya. Kaluya? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. British actor. Ooh, by the way. Wow. <clears throat> but yeah, the whole uh you know, the whole the the three different things that as far as like approach to animals, like with them doing the 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 horses, you've got the Gordy story. Ooh. And then you have the alien itself. Yeah, it all speaks to itself about you know the how the main characters approached yeah. you know the supernatural element. 
Yeah. It was just, it was so like he spent his time around like with the alien shit, especially like pulling inspiration from other aliens. Like whenever they got sucked up into that thing, did that not remind you of fire in the sky, Trav? Like the way oh, that was all orange looking. Yeah, I thought dude. I thought the the way that they made it, you know, the way they made it look like it was abducting quote unquote stuff. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, when it would when it flew over the house and you could hear them screaming. Yeah, yeah. and then it did the cr- big crunch. Yeah, and it just squeezed the blood out and all the like material objects they had on them. Yeah. yeah. What? And then so at the well. end, dude, it went full fucking. Super Saiyan, like, yeah, dude, folded it out its on him. Final form, man. Yeah, it's his. Well, I mean, this is his Super Eight Close Encounters top movie. Where, you know, I I figured there would be some sort of big reveal at the end, but I will say I didn't ex- I didn't expect the ship Same. to elaborate into what it was. Yeah. Like it's it's actual, it's like a fucking magic card paint, you know, painting. Once yeah. they kicked off Operation Wacky Inflatable Arm Man, it was nonstop action. Yeah, it just kept going. Like that was a good idea. It was, it was like, right? Really I think, it was like, oh, they well, can see where it's at. Well, I think that people that don't typically watch UFO movies. I could see where the first half of the movie was a bit of a slog for him. Um, but for me, like, I, I mean, I've, 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 I've taken the UFO YouTube dive, like probably millions of other people. And so all this stuff, you know, I'm sitting there, well, that's cool that they're in court. That, yeah, the way he wrote it, he incorporated, you know, yeah. all that stuff into it. And I could see where people could, could be like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, Trav, but, did you think that it kind of looked like those things in the tether video? You know yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah it had the circle in the you middle. Know, I know it. I mean, since it obviously, you know, we watched it, we know what, what it actually came out towards. What was y'all's active theories as you were watching it? I'm interested if y'all had, had if y'all had any of those because I had one, and. I was just wondering if y'all y'all well, did too. For a minute, I thought that Stephen Yoon was in on it. Yeah. For a minute there, yeah. I was like, is there something? You know what I mean? I thought like something. Yeah. Somehow, I was like, is he in on this? Is he part of this? Is he connected to this somehow? Like, yeah. But then that quickly yeah, went away, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I, well, at first I was like, he's fucking feeding him. Well, I mean, I know he's the metaphor for the guy that didn't learn. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's what his whole story is, obviously. Like, he survived the Gordy rampage, and yeah. now he's doing like He, he, he tried he to doesn't fist know bump the stop. alien, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it did not work. Yeah. He fist bump the aliens, dude. Dude, how crazy was that scene when he was beating that girl? Oh, my God. He's just under that well, table, I mean, and you got the shoe. Yeah. Well, it's always, it's it. those, you never see contact, and I think that was what made it eerie. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you would see it where, like, the, the like the camera would be kind of coming in right as he's just thrashing and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like those, that, that's always unsettling though. You could, you could swap that imagery out with a million different things and it's still, it's just a really good, like creep 
shot, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to call it, it's not necessarily scary, it's just fucking creepy. Yeah. But yeah, the, um, for a minute there, because you know whenever they're out in the field setting up the cameras and the tech guys, you know, he's sitting there at expos, you know, giving the, the, the catch up, the debrief for people who don't fucking subscribe to UFOs and shit. Yeah. When he's spitting out stuff, he says something like the future, you know, he throws out the, the future human theory where it's, you know, we're from another, you know, we're from the future and all yeah. this stuff. Well, I was thinking, I started to think it was that. And mainly because back to the future, man, you know how they keep showing the, the fucking the little the triangle, like, you know, you see them at car lots and stuff like yeah. that, you know. Well, they kept showing that. And then they even had one where it was like dragging by it was dragging by the wheel of that cart they were pulling through. And I was like, is he is he like is he about the Doc Brown, our main character out of here? Like we're gonna get yeah. like you know, we're gonna get a fire in the sky moment, but it's like it's a it's a human reveal, but it's like, no, nah, we sucked you up from a different time, man. Like, here's what's going on. Yeah. Right. Space shenanigans. But yeah, that was a theory I had for a minute there, and then no, once they were like, once, once he gave the whole like, yeah, it's 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 territorial, it's a creature. I'm like, oh shit, it is. like, yeah. yeah. Then all the all, all the, the gear beer. started turning, yeah. Which that was cool. That was cool that they took the concept of like aliens in a craft. Mm-hmm. He took that. I was like, nope. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Come on, I mean, there, there's there's no puns out there. They even use it in the fucking end in there, like. Yeah, when the ship's above his truck and he's like, "Nope." That fucking rain and blood scene was crazy. Yeah. I was not yeah. expecting that shit to happen whatsoever. That's when it was playing. Oh, yeah. uh, was it sunglasses at night? What was it? Yeah, and it was like, "Oh, oh yeah, the way it would disembowel the audio a little bit and slow it down and fuck it up." Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't really have any running theories as I was watching it because, like, I mean, I can understand what you were saying earlier, Trav, about if people weren't used to watching something like this, it might feel like a slog and all that kind of stuff. But, like, to me, it was paced very, very good, but very quickly. I mean, I, it, I agree. I thought, it, I thought it was well-paced as well. It was just, it's just that, like, you know how, like, because this movie follows something that that I, that I that that it's like a it's a film structure that's kind of been lost. Yeah, and I think I know what I mean. Like the movies, like well, the movies that you that you rattled off that were influences. Yeah, uh, Tremors. I, I like. I thought. I, like, I was like, dude, this is fucking Tremors, but it's like from the sky, man. Like that, you can't look at it. If you start fucking moving, it comes after you. Like it's, oh, it's definitely you know, above, dude. But yeah. like it's it's that 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 long walk to a reveal, and a lot of movies used to be based on how good that reveal was. And I mean, I thought this one had a satisfying reveal, but oh, yeah. but you know, movies like that though, I know a lot of people that they don't the 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 if they don't if you don't if you don't see the creature in the first thirty minutes, they're cutting that shit off, you know, right. And 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 they played it slow with this, and it worked to its benefit. I thought, and yeah. they, and they, and I thought the pieces lined up well. They were looking for the impossible shot, you know. They lure over the what? They lure over the western, 
a theme park and you know like they still were able to get it i thought that was i thought how like the, the plot threads while they while scattered they seem at the beginning yeah they do coalesce but they don't coalesce all at once yeah and because like you know it gives you some stuff to chew on while things are happening and stuff so did yeah. you notice with the filmmaker when he was sitting there filming that thing and they finally get it dude i mean they get great shots they get it on its side mm-hmm. i mean it's a great shot he went nobody deserves the impossible and he went out from under the tent and drew that thing over there to him like I, he's suicide dude suicide by alien like yeah, I remember before you would see him watching all those movies of animals attacking each other. Yeah. And he was like, nobody deserves this. He ran out, started filming it, and then screamed at it when it came at him. I mean, yeah. he knew he was going to die, right? He wanted to dance yeah, with I mean, the devil. Well, I think it just broke his brain, man. And he, and it, he, it by, but it destroyed all that footage and shit. Like, mm-hmm. when she was headed for the thing, I'm over here like, oh, yeah, there's a camera in that well. Yeah. And did get a cool shot. Yeah, right. Well, it was cool how in the first, like, because I'm still riding off just having finished, watched it. Um, The way they set up all the shots at the beginning, like all the, 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 the mountain ranges and all that stuff. First half, you're like, oh, man, that looks cool. And, and the way they, 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 they do the cloud play where they keep that angle right where shit can happen and everything and then near the end when when it gets snagged on the fucking wire and it starts turning into its thing it just eats the whole fucking shot up now yeah yeah it just yeah like you said man i did not expect to get that much of a reveal no real like and for it to happen during the day you know what i'm saying like everything's clear did you guys notice that night shot that they, I, I'm assuming they did a, a classic filtering on it. Cause there was a shot where he's out there and it's not time, but it's so bright. That it's casted shadows. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, man, to, to get that kind of lighting cinematically, man, like I yeah. feel like they did a classic, you know, filter over that. And I, I was like, I ain't seen that in a minute. Or maybe well, I just haven't picked up. It wasn't as obvious, you know. I th- I think he sh- they shot all the nighttime scenes during the day. So yeah, and then filtered it. Yeah, which is smart. Like it, it gave it a different feel to it. Well, you know it gave I mean? it to where like the moonlight lit the place yeah. up. You know, like it, yeah. it enhanced that. The cinematography was great. Dude. Yeah, it really. Like, was. Holy shit! I love that scene where um, she's running from it. And she runs in that building and it rips the roof off. Yeah, and it picks her up and just follows her as it's fucking moving. It's like a fucking tornado of death, you know? Tornado of souls over here, you know? Man, for a split second, whenever it starts to turn into its thing and it has it has the the, the fencing stuck on it. Yeah, I was like, if this motherfucker he goes up there, bonds with this fucking craft, and undoes the fucking fence from it, because it was like a, it was like a space manatee, yeah, thing, like it was like an ocean creature. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, it was, it was like really we fish. basically watched two hours of Gojira's fucking album cover. <laughs> yeah, 
so well done, man. Like I, I I've got to, I've got to go. I'm going to have to be on the unpopular opinion though. I would probably argue this was his best. I, I mean, I'm right of there the, with of, you. Of, of the three, yeah. I enjoyed this one way better than the other ones. Yeah. That's not to say those others aren't bad. Yeah. They were great movies, but this one, I like this one the most, actually. Yeah, me too. But, I, but yeah. I'm biased UFO Same. fan. Like, I like, I like sci-fi. I'm so a this, UFO stan. This was more of a film mm-hmm. I would probably cut on in his catalog than the others anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, there was so much in it that was relatable to us and to me, you know what I mean? And just like that whole thing with it being a predator and it being like an alpha creature, you know, and all this kind of stuff and like him knowing how to handle it and how much care and attention went into like knowing that information, being, working as a ranch hand and knowing all that stuff, like it was it's like it's almost like he did that for a long time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, well, he, he didn't he didn't apply like technological know how per se as he did like human like and like he went full animal hus- husbandry on it. Yeah, because he 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 knew how to be around it, which was which you know, yeah, which you can't say anyone else kind of did. They all ended up, yeah, uh, mush. So, I I don't know how you watch this and you don't like this. Dude, there's so many bad reviews, but like a lot of them, you see people are like, "Well, I don't understand why I was going back and forth the Gordy shit and this and then that." And it's like it, it all made sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because the 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 whole animal thing at the very beginning, the way it introduced the main character he's talking about it like he's showing you he's so ingrained in it he can't really explain it to you he just knows what to do yeah and like it kind of lays it all out at the beginning of the movie like most films do yeah this was the first horror movie to be filmed with uh imax cameras with what imax cameras i mean that's awesome Oh, it's the first horror film to be filmed that yeah. way. What it says on IMDb. I mean, I mean, you would need that kind of. Oh yeah, I bet this looks great on screen, that. dude. On the oh, big yeah, screen. Dude. I mean, in a good old in a good old classic IMAX dome. I bet this movie was a trip. Yeah, I can't believe they named him OJ. Yeah, right, and uh jean jacket yeah oh dude when he came in with that jean jacket shit i was like this motherfucker knows what's up you know at the end when they put it on and they were like all right we're going into battle here he broke out the motherfucking scorpion king crew yeah sweatshirt (laughs) yeah (laughs) purple people you're driving got the eyes in the back of your head that film director yeah right he was one-eyed one horn Giant like purple people here. Yeah. Bit the Where he goes, this is so exquisitely stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, we get it. We get it, guy. It was, dude, I want to watch it again right now. My thing, though, is that I hope, like with some of the other films in his, like all like his other two, 
Uh, I hope that this movie's title is also a response to a sequel. Because like, if they sequelize this, which it probably won't from the amount of reviews or whatever, but I, I this is this is like fire, like like we've been calling back to it. It's like fire in the sky, man. You don't need you don't need more of it. You need just need to watch this again because there's so much other shit happening. Yeah, it's not not like there's really a like. It sounds cliche to say, but there's not there's not a whole lot to quote unpack per se. But it's like when you watch the movie though. And you think about the references here, you can clearly tell that it's a a movie made by someone who loves movies. Oh, yeah, and made for people who love movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. and and I know that that's a that, that I, in certain contexts that sounds like a blanket statement, but, but I think y'all know what I mean. Yes, yeah. I said something to to him like that when I got on here. Yeah. Y'all know who did the voice for the TMZ guy on the motorcycle? Mm-mm. You'll never guess. Um, yeah, I would have to hear it right now to yeah. be able to. It was Nicholas Cage. No fucking way. Yeah, dude. Wow. It didn't even sound like him. He's like, let me be in the movie, pal. Yeah. <laughs> let me be in the movie, you know? <laughs> Nick Cage, guess eyes. <laughs> Nick. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. I, I think this might be, and I'm excited to see what he does in the future. Yeah. And he did come out and say that, like, he does have more ideas for more things to happen in the Nope universe, not necessarily sequelizing the movie in the traditional sense of the word, but like. Anthologizing. Maybe build off of Yeah. It. Like I told Adam, I was like, could you imagine watching this shit take place in a fucking city? The next movie would be called Uh Uh-Uh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. Hell to the no, no. It'd be the the no trilogy. It'd be no uh uh-uh. And then the last movie's fucked out. Yeah. What are y'all going to go watch this weekend? Fuck that. (laughs) Hmm. All right. Sorry I asked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I hope he keeps doing stuff like this, though. I really do. Like, I I thought that Get Out was good. I thought Us was great. And this just kind of well, took He's it. growing, man. Yeah, As for real. Right? That's his third movie. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. And even Candyman. Like, I know that he didn't direct Candyman, yeah. but he had a big part to play in it. And I really liked what they did with that. Oh, yeah. So, I'm giving it a star, dude. Full star. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a star as well. Uh, I, this this movie exceeded uh, my expectations, like, greatly. Uh, cut it on expecting meh and got, huh. Yeah, pleasantly yeah, surprised. Right. Yeah. yeah. It really did. It kept me on the edge of my... Because the whole dude. time... I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like, what are they doing here? What's going to you know? happen? Yeah, exactly. I right. told Griffin when I got on, I was like, dude, I had to pee for like an hour. <laughs> All I had to do was pause and go to the bathroom, but I just kept watching. I mean, that's when you know it's good. Well, dude, when that that hour was when it kicked off the 
Yeah, the final front. Yeah, and it was like, ah, oh, I can't miss this. Like, I didn't want to break yeah. the momentum, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, same. You know, you make a valid point there, Adam. Uh, th- this kind of film, if you break the momentum of it by watching it and you're into it and everything, not going to be as rewarding. No. Yeah, dude, like I like didn't even you, pick my phone up. Yeah. I was just glued. Yeah. I was like, wherever you go, I go. Sound <laughs> of a good little good movie, I guess. Yeah. But She Hulk though. Is everybody caught up on She Hulk? Mm, I I don't think I watched the third one. Oh, well, there's only two. No, there's three. Right? I only saw two. I mean, well, we were going to, no, because last week we were going to do the first one, and it was like, next week we'll do two. It comes out on Thursdays. How could there be another one? Well, there. I... <laughs> you watched three of them? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see. Th- I didn't no, see I didn't watch. No, 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 no. There's three total. Oh. Yeah. So the the first one we did, and then we're going to do the two back to back. But but you ain't uh, have it caught up on it, Trav? No, nah, I've only watched up to uh, the infamous twerk scene. That's what I saw. Yeah, that's that's the last one. Yeah. Okay. okay so yeah, so we're caught up. Yeah. yeah. So here here's all I'm going to say. Like I, I do enjoy the direction that they're taking the show and everything. Um, to me, the action sequence that they put in that last episode where those like dudes with that stolen Asgardian tech show up, yeah, yeah, felt it felt kind of forced. It felt like they were trying to put action in there for the sake of it being a comic book, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, I didn't feel like it was particularly necessary. I thought that like if she's in the courtroom and people freak out and she has to like do what she did in that one episode, that felt right. That felt natural. But like, I understand they're trying to get like her blood so that they can, you know, do some weird Hulk shit with it or whatever. But at the same time, like it just kind of like, there was nothing leading up to that. You know what I mean? Now it's going to be, yeah, there wasn't, but it would be interesting if they did, if we, if She-Hulk is how we get the Red Hulk. Oh, that would be interesting as far For the right? Thunderbolts movie. Yeah. I mean. And, and another thing, too, is like, I was expecting the entire series to focus around her trying to get Abomination's parole things to go right. Like, cause you know, you have mm-hmm. the one episode, the one episode's like, okay, you have to represent him. And, and she's like, well, I don't want to fucking, you know, conflict of interest, blah, blah, blah. And then they meet up. And then at the end of the episode, you see where he, the footage from Sh- uh, Shang-Chi, which was cool. I'm glad that they tied it in with yeah. that. I was wondering if they were going to, um, but I was expecting, okay, well, she's going to get that straightened out. And then it, something else is going to pop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it was just going to be this, this constant thing where you had that main story happening and, and playing out. And then the side stories happening and playing out. But like, I don't know. Cause they could have 
absolutely let up abomination to be part of the Thunderbolts. Like, but with his parole hearing and his, his uh, stipulations to be released, he can't turn into abomination anymore. So like, I mean, how is that going to, you know, they'll find a way around it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they're going to do. Yeah, exactly. Right. He'll be arrested. He was like, I let him leave yeah. him. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the twerking thing, like, and I saw a lot of people post it. It's like, well, I mean, think about how cringy some of the other shit's been. And it's like, you know, fucking Winter Soldier and um, Zemo well, dancing. I, and- I saw it in like a sense of, I, I kind of laughed at it in the same way a lot of people probably pointed it out to. And it was that, you know, in episode one, no she's like, I have, to co- I have to control my rage. And then proceeds to like do the most like attention gathering dance period, which I know yeah. it's in, I get the fucking nuances and everything, like, but. I would kill for you, Megan the Stallion. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I'll be honest with rapper. you. Yeah, I mean, I. I anyway, I'm I still, I still <laughs> hope. I just, I hope we get, we finally get Murdoch involved. Well, yeah. so is he supposed to show up? Well, hell, they said he was supposed to be in I all mean, nine of them. That's what <laughs> it says. Yeah. It's like on IMDb. But unless they do some weird times, Tommy stuff where they're like, yeah, it was me in the courtroom in the far left sitting in the corner. Oh, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> if you guys will remember, Megan the Stallion's rise to fame was WAP. That's right. There you go. Okay. Okay. You're right. Yeah. I bet fucking She Hulk got some WAP. I would kill for you, Megan the Stallion. That was kind of funny. Yeah, like, I didn't damn, mind it. She holds twerking. Yeah, and she getting low with it too, you know. Yeah, but dude, I saw the footage like... of her. It was really her wearing a mocap suit. Really? Like, yeah, she wears a suit. She looks like Andy Circus, you know. <laughs> it's real mocap. Oh man, watching any of those mocap performances, like pre CGI and stuff, like watching Benedict Cumberbatch play Smile is fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I mean, tips to an actor that can wear that garb and go in full character. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, it is its own weird art form. But so we I, can get, get Hulk twerks. Yeah. But I digress. I don't mind the direction that, like, a lot of people are bitching about it. A lot of people. And of course, every time you see a, a commercial for it, it's like critics are raving and, you know, yeah. they're trying to sway public opinion. Yeah. And it's like, look, man, this show's not going to appeal to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't expect it to be that way. Just like moon Knight didn't appeal to everybody. That's fine. Yeah. But I do like the comedic approach to it. And I also think that they have a cool mm-hmm. vessel. Like we talked about before where they could introduce some really interesting characters this way um, that can, show up in other series other movies whatever you know what i mean they could use this as the catalyst to get the thunderbolts together they could you, you know what i'm saying like there's yeah. a whole thing that they could do but, with this if they play it right uh, and and uh, they can absolutely pull that off and we know that they will but that's the problem with marvel though is that as happy as i am that we're so far in the storyline of 
of, of what's going on that they can start making the more ridiculous comic stuff. Well, I'm, I'm glad we're there. We can have these movies where it's like, oh, this guy's here. Oh, okay, cool. Well, he has his own movie, whatever. But let's go ahead, you know? Yeah. Um, It loses sight of, like, the main character. You know what I mean? Like, this show is She-Hulk attorney at law, but we're all kind of sort of, like, not giving a shit about She-Hulk, per se, as opposed to we're hoping that what She-Hulk's doing is leading to other stuff. Yeah. And I know, that, and I know you can throw that opinion on different characters, and obviously that's that's part of just fandom, period. But it it makes it makes me beg the question: like, is the Marvel writing so up to the greater scheme now that we're slowly going to stop getting stories that matter for the character they're based on? Right, I get that. I think, and. I... That that's the balancing act that Marvel they've kind of they've kind of put that on stigma on themselves, right? Because like you go to a Marvel movie to 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 if it's a character you like to experience it, but also to see what the post credit scene is. Like that's you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's why ninety nine percent of the people go and watch a Marvel movie, whether they like the character, dislike the character, interested in the movie, not at all. That's why I went and watched the Eternals. You know what I'm saying? It's, like it's ten dollar marketing, man. Exactly. Head, you know. Yeah. So I mean, that they they're the ones that created that. So if they don't want the audience to feel that way, then don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, but with the the way that they've done their shows, though, like if we look at all of them, Wanda Vision was was great because it focused on Wanda. Uh, it focused on her relationship with Vision and like how fucked up it is, which led straight yeah. into Doctor Strange. You know, Falcon Winter Soldier. There's more coming there. We know that that's going to be happening. Yeah. But you know, that focused on that weird gray area. And well, that, know, well, I mean, that was. I mean, one would absolutely argue, and I mean, it's it, it's he's one of the characters in the show. Falcon and Winter Soldier was absolutely a staple for the Thunderbolts, and it's probably now that I think about it. Cap four is probably where the Thunderbolts thing is going to get picked up into. Yeah, which is fine. Like I'm good with yeah, that. Yeah, it's a good avenue for it. Yeah, uh, and then we had um, like Moon Knight. Like it was Moon Knight as fuck the whole time. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's like, and I think that She Hulk's going to be much the same. It's like I want to see because like she's going to have to break bad at some point. And I think that if they keep her more of a comedic character and play it, play that tone that when she does show up, when some shit's popping off and starts fucking shit up, you, you know what I'm It's going to have that much more of an impact on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? it, yeah. It doesn't need to be rampage for rampage sake. It, yeah. They need to make sure like, like, like what, what we've kind of talked about off and on throughout all these different films in the MCU. It's, making or just comic book movies in general and it's making the spectacle moments have like meaning yeah yeah so so, yeah so yeah hopefully hopefully it gets to that i i mean i know i'm hypocritically leaning back into the whole larger picture thing and not caring about she hulk but i hope they give her enough emotional connection with fans to where when 
if 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 my theory that she's going to be one of a bunch of red shirt heroes that's going to get noped off existence from Kang, and we get some sort of like like return to to fucking violent Hulk, then you know I hope they do that. But yeah. I mean, I will I I would be just as happy with the left field of her learning that yeah, like Bruce Banner, she's got to learn. Her Hulk stuff in her own way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see what they do with the character. I think that there's gonna be some cool stuff that's gonna come from it. Yeah. And I, I'm I, I'm excited to see how they handle her in the future, especially in because like, dude, they're missing a great thing that they could do here, right? Because like they should have her shacking up with fucking mm. Luke Cage. Well, I mean, yeah, she she could lay the groundwork for the crossover for the Netflix characters, and her show could yeah. be the perfect avenue for that. Exactly, because Daredevil's already like nobody can handle She Hulk, what like Luke Cage could, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he's bulletproof, dude. Like nobody we're, can handle that shit. We're walking the line here, oh, Griffin. <laughs> but. And then you have Jessica Jones showing up jealous as fuck. You see what I'm saying? Like they could play into that so well and use again, well, use her show would, as a catalyst, but yeah, still. and it would keep it would keep it on the small screen. You wouldn't have to divulge into any bigger screen stuff. It wouldn't have to you know, you could reference global things that have went down to be like, all right, that's part of the world building, you know. Yeah. But you could still because that's that's the thing that they need to really focus on. It seems like they're doing it, but you know, going back to street level hero stuff. Yeah. Uh, keep the cosmic shit going. That's keep that for the theaters, obviously, but you know, I just want to, I just want a damn good Kingpin story. And I know we're being blue balled with it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I've been enjoying it so far, man. I've I've really been liking what's happening here, and I'm interested to see more. Yeah, maybe that's why they put on IMDb that he's in every episode. You know, like you were saying, like people are watch. You're just watching it, waiting. Like, yeah, yeah, she holds here, but when's Daredevil coming? Yeah, I don't know. And the people that are like shitting it, shitting on it, it's like. Yeah, but like, how it's different? A, it's a female lawyer show, but with a superhero in it. Like, if you can't look at that at face value and kind of figure out what you're getting, yeah, like, exactly. you know, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of bulletproof to those shows because the old lady actually enjoys watching stuff like that, like The Good Wife, like a Law and Order shit like that. Yeah, how to get away with so, so I'm, I, I'm. <laughs> I'm used to the whole scenes where the guy comes in like, my client, it's a breach of fucking oh, everything that's sacred to law, you know, and shit like yeah. that, you know. And, I mean, you know, couple it in with, you know, a few bam pal things. Yeah. That's, I like how she keeps cool. breaking the third wall. I know, right? Oh, yeah. It's straight up, it's straight up, uh, it's straight up uh, Malcolm in the Middle, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real, right? Life is unfair. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm excited. 
But we got a little bit of movie news here. The Prey director uh, says fans haven't suggested his best sequel ideas yet. So there have been plenty of fan theories uh, as to how Prey 2 could continue the latest Predator story, but according to director Dan Trachtenberg, none have none of them have come up with the idea he considers the best. Uh, he made it clear it, uh, that he would love to continue his journey in the world of the green-blooded alien, and he has plenty of ideas to work with. Although Prey could have certainly performed well in cinemas, it had to settle for a streaming premiere on Hulu and Disney+, Plus. but it became the biggest Hulu premiere in the platform platform's history, which certainly counted for something. Since Schwarzenegger took on the Predator in 87 sci-fi action movie, the franchise has gone through some bad sequels and some not-so-bad ones, but Prey surprised everyone by not only being a breath of fresh air to the franchise, but also outdoing the original with many viewers' rating. Uh, I don't know about that, but okay. Yeah. Having put the Predator or multiple Predators in various settings, such as the city, the suburbs, and on a distant planet, Prey took the creature back into the great outdoors and back in time to the 1700s where it was pitted against Nauru and her Comanche tribe. When it comes to a sequel, Trachtenberg told Radio One Screen Time podcast that he has seen many fan theories, but he has lots of ideas no one mentioned yet. I would like This is what he said. I would like to be involved, and I think there's several really cool things to do next, and it would be interesting to embark on a few different things rather than, and I think some of the more exciting ideas are ones people aren't considering, you know, just as this movie was a, like, I can't believe they haven't made this yet. There's a few other ideas out there for me that are like, Oh, they haven't done this yet. This would be so cool. So yeah, uh, that moment of inspiration may have already been had, but the sequel hasn't been greenlit yet. So many Predator fans would love to see a sequel to Prey, and it will almost certainly happen considering the movie's reception. There is no sign that one has been greenlit just yet. With Disney having many new IPs to play with, uh, thanks to the merger with Fox, they may not be in a hurry to follow up Prey, and having created such a unique and almost universally praised addition to the Predator franchise, it could be wise to hold off for just a little while. There are plenty of good movie sequels that have been ruined by studios rushing to churn them out. And as he, or, and as proven recently, fans are more than willing to wait for an excellent movie. Where exactly the next Predator movie sets its story is something we can only wait and see. But it seems more than likely that Dan Trachtenberg will be at the helm whenever the movie does happen. It's crazy that they haven't greenlit us. Like, they could start writing it now. By the time they film it, and get it released, it's going to be like two years down the road. You know what I mean? Just let them write it. See what you think about it. If you need to go back to the old trusty drawing board, you know what I'm saying? So. I mean, it's coming out. Yeah, right. I mean, it, it'll happen. There's no yeah. way of it. Yeah. For sure. So have y'all seen the stuff about the whale? A24. Yes. Yeah. I they saw where it got a trailer, dude. Yeah. I Six minutes. Where... Yeah. Yeah. Six minute standing ovation at the Venice International Film Festival. And Brendan Fraser broke down, dude. Which, like, 
he's fucking incredible. You know, he you know was going to I mean? be a Batgirl. Yeah, he was the villain. Yeah. 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 So here it says the Brennacence. <laughs> the Brennacence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll take a major step forward with the well as beloved actor Brendan Fraser takes the lead in the latest drama from award-winning director Darren Aronofsky. The Well has now been seen by a lucky few at the 79th Venice International Film Festival, and critics have been quick to praise Fraser for what many are calling his career best performance. We shall begin with Jane, Jane Crowther from Games Radar, okay, who awarded The Well a promising four out of five and praised Aronofsky's portrayal of weighty themes before calling the role one of the one that Frazier has been waiting his whole career for. The Well is Aronofsky's kindest work to date, a film that asks its audience to practice acceptance, understanding, empathy, and forgiveness. It unpicks uh, wounds relating to parental abandonment, self-destruction, loneliness, marriage breakdown, and sexual orientation, as well as the triggers and tribulations of self-medicating with food. In that, it's a film that takes the specific and makes it universal. And in the wake of recent global events, it's likely to uh, prompt catharsis and blubbing for audiences. Um, Aside from the welcome reintroduction of Brendan Fraser, a lot of the press surrounding the well has focused on the use of prosthetics to transform the actor into a 600-pound man. Deadline's Damon Wise makes reference to this element, noting that Fraser's performance and Aronofsky's direction transcended uh, the somewhat controversial use of makeup. It's a testament to Frazier's incredibly soulful portrayal of Charlie that the makeup elements, notably his thinning hair, doughy f- uh, face, and bloated body, become almost invisible once the initial shock of seeing Dudley Do-Right in such terrible shape has passed. But it's also a mark of Aronofsky's acuity as director that Charlie never becomes all that freakish or monstrous. Uh, so Brendan Fraser is already getting awards buzz for his performance. So they've got a lot of quotes and stuff here. The main reason why I wanted to bring this up was because of that six minute standing ovation, because I saw the the footage of it and like it's Brendan Fraser, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is a dude that I grew up with. Yep. You know, like we watched the mummy. Mm-hmm. so many times you know george of the jungle dudley do like all of it you know what i'm monkey saying bone. monkey yeah dude Fucking, uh, blast from the past yeah like dude all of them he was america's sweetheart when we were kids man and like i grew up watching all those movies i loved everything this dude was doing man and he like shit happened unfortunately yeah and it's it's so refreshing that he's getting this kind of praise and to be working with Darren Aronofsky. Holy right. shit. You know what I'm saying? Lead. Like this. Yeah. In an A24 film. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, I'm, I cannot wait to see this man. I cannot wait. I'm very excited. Yeah. And it's coming out this year, I think, right? December, I, I believe. Yeah, December the 22nd or the 2nd, something. It's got two in it somewhere. I don't know. 
I've seen when I was looking and trying to find the trailer. Um, mm. there's footage online, like from the play. Okay, yeah, and I was ba- looking yeah. at some of it, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, don't be good, yeah. So I'm I'm excited. Check this out. Like I'm glad that he's he's making a comeback, man. Yeah. I'm happy for him because everybody that's like ever met him or talked about him or anything like that. has just been like, he's a genuine dude, yeah. you know, he's just a down one. Yeah. He's just a down to earth, like every man, you know? So I'm excited, man. So they have a thing going on with us dish. They're looking as fall approaches a million settled down for some spooky TV viewing. USDish.com is offering an incentive for scaredy cats, adrenaline junkies, and Stephen King fans. Movie buffs are being given the chance to watch 13 of the author's classic tales that have been adapted for the big screen. The fan will get paid $1,300, which works out to $100 a flick. According to Forbes, the king of horrors plots among some of the highest grossing horror movies of all time and ranked the 2017 version of it in first place grossing 327 million at the box office in a report published last year by harvard business review on why scary films are so popular they explain exposure to terrifying acts or even the anticipation of those acts can stimulate us both mentally and physically in opposing ways negatively in the form of fear or anxiety or positively in the form of excitement or joy. It also allows us to gain novel experiences such as in the form of a zombie apocalypse or space adventure. Horror entertainment may help us safely satisfy our curiosity about the dark side of the human psyche. A payment of $1,300 isn't the only thing being offered to watch from a select list of King's movies. There is much more. Along with the cash, the lucky viewer will also get a swag bag for $350, including essentials such as popcorn, a blanket, and candy, and a $60 Amazon gift card to access the title. Uh, U.S. Dish warns that this role is not for the faint of heart, though. Yeah. The, the job description reads, as you watch, we'll ask you to note how everything's going. How's your heart rate during the scary scenes? Which movie is your favorite or least favorite? Are you watching these flicks alone or bringing a friend along so you can have night terrors together? The ideal candidate has to be detail-oriented enough to track their experience. They could even share their scares on social media and vlog every time they jump out of their seats. The film fan will receive a Fitbit valued at $150 (laughs) to track their heart rate and jump scares, adding... You'll let us know what you thought before watching certain movies and if your feeling changed after you completed them. You'll even log your sleep if you can sleep. Uh-huh. Uh, the, yeah. Weird commercial the Stephen, for Stephen King. Yeah. So the, the Stephen King films to be viewed are Carrie, the original, or the 2013 remake, Christine, Creep Show, Kojo, Dr. Sleep, Firestarter, original or remake it original or remake it chapter two misery the miss pet cemetery original or remake salem's lot and the shining to answer you must be 18 years of age or older and in 200 words or fewer convince them that you're the person for the job blah 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 
In certain um, viewing orders, these movies can absolutely desensitize you, though. Yeah, for real, right? Like, if you strung, like, The Mist, Misery, oh. Pet Cemetery, and The Shining kind of all together, like, or, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I could fuck with you. Yeah. Or uh, as far as faint of heart people goes. Yeah. It's a weird Here's... promotion. Like, I don't Yeah, I don't it really, why like, it's almost, have it's to like, a, this. It's like, it's almost like a, like they're trying to do a study. Yeah. My thing is, is like, we the do this for free. Yeah. We do this for free every week. I'll sit through why all can't... those movies for a hundred bucks, you know? Yeah, for real, right? <laughs> I'll do it for a free bit, bit. Dude, we would do an ad for U.S. Dish if you would just I, fucking, you know I, what I mean? Like, I take the Fitbit out and put a Pokemon got gotcha in it. Yeah, uh, weird. But, uh, I thought that was because they did the same thing. They do, they do it every year. It's like watch all the Friday Thirteenth movies and watch all the fucking Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and we're gonna send you a Fitbit and we're gonna require you to write an essay about every movie you watch. And it's well, like, we have to, but we have to remember this though. Most Stephen King movies weren't that good. Well, I mean, if we look at this list, let's let's break this down. Carrie, the original, not bad. Christine, I love Christine. I don't know. I, I don't know why. But haunted, love... haunted, haunted cars are just never fucked with me. I don't know why. No, I mean, I'm not scared of them. But no, no, I... no. I mean, like in terms of like just. Instead of something that scares you, like a creep factor of it, you know, yeah. maximum overdrive. Yeah. Uh, creep show. Cujo's probably Cujo's probably the, the creepiest movie. Yeah. Uh, creep show's not bad. Cujo's not bad. Doctor Sleep was pretty good. Firestarter. I, I'm interested in watching the Zac Efron one. You know. Yeah. Uh, it and it chapter two, not bad. Misery, not bad. The Mist. In black and white, loved it. Loved yep. it. Uh, yeah. Pet Cemetery, not bad. Salem's Lot, eh. Like, it was okay. They're remaking the that, Shining. too. Yeah, so, I mean, the list of the movies that they give you, at least the Dark Tower's not on here. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, could, no Sleepwalker? Yeah, they could the, They could pick the Tommyknockers. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a few, yeah. So, I mean... They, there's a couple that they could have put on here that would have been like, ooh, you know? Well, yeah, well, I mean, you gotta think that a lot of them aren't, a lot of those movies also aren't technically horror films. Dark Tower is like an adventure film. Yeah. Fucking, uh, shit, what's that, what's that other film that he did? Like, Tommy Knockers, even though there's horror elements, that's like sci-fi. Yeah. Like. So. I don't know, man. I'll watch all thirteen of them and yeah. fucking write you. A, I'll write you a fucking essay, but it. I won't. I want more than a hundred dollars a movie. If oh, I'm they want take, you to write one for each movie. Well, they want you to give your experience As while watching the movie. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, your thoughts on the movie going into it, and then after completing it, look at the fucking and I've seen, it, dude. Yeah, and I've seen all that's these. That's the thing, movies. dude. Is none of that's going to scare me? Scare me? No. Maybe when I was a kid. Yeah. I've already been down that road with those movies. Yeah, you it did that then. Group. Like, yeah, they're probably like going pet for cemetery people. dude. When I was a kid, no, they're probably going for people who've never seen them. Yeah, though. yeah, that's true. Fucking well, like think about it. W, like, yeah, exactly. The movie was a All W. The, okay, yeah, 
it's like the people that they're looking for we're definitely not the the target demographic for that because like i mean make some of the people that haven't seen those movies watch the house jack built and tell yeah. us what their feelings on that shit you know what i'm saying right. like, i would like to watch Antichrist. people put a camera on them yeah and play the movie and just let me see their reaction yeah that would yeah, be a exactly. great youtube channel yeah right but but anyway, Alien 5 update seems to seal the fate of Neil Blomkamp's sequel. With Predator franchise having been very much revived at Disney with the release of Prey, there are now inevitable questions what the return of the Alien franchise will bring in the next few years. While some fans of the franchise may think this means that there is a chance of Neil Blomkamp's Alien 5 movie finally being made with Sigourney Weaver reprising her role as Ellen Ripley, it seems that the latest update isn't particularly an encouraging one. When the Alien franchise jumped from Fox to Disney, fans were undecided what this would mean for the franchise, and others were aimed at a more mature audience. After months of memes with Xenomorph sporting Mickey Mouse ears and talks of the vicious beast becoming toned down, the release of Prey has seemed to settle any fears of Fox's darker franchises being Disneyfied and that means a new Alien movie could be something to get excited about. Despite this, producer Walter Hill recently offered up an update on the prospect of Blomkamp's Alien 5 ever being made while speaking with The Hollywood Reporter, and it wasn't particularly good news. This is what he had to say. We took a shot at that a couple of years back with Sigourney, but that was back when Aliens was still at Fox. The people at Disney, who now control aliens, have expressed no interest in going down that road. I had an idea for a good story with the Ripley character in Sigourney, but I do hope to see her in Venice. The Alien TV series seems to be the way the franchise is headed. Disney gained a number of popular franchises from the merger, but that doesn't mean they are going to be developing new entries on all of them. Although there is still talk of Uh, Ridley Scott completing his Alien prequel trilogy and a new standalone movie coming from uh, Fede Alvarez. It seems that FX Alien TV series has taken over as the franchise's next offer and will take place on Earth three decades before Ripley took on the space menace uh, abroad, the Nostromo. I can never fucking say that right. According to FX boss John Landgraf, the series will be the first in the franchise ignoring the Alien vs. Predator movies that will bring the Xenomorphs fight to Earth and will be set around 2092. He previously revealed to THR, Alien takes place before Ripley. It's the first story in the Alien franchise that takes place on Earth. It takes place on our planet near the end of this century we're currently in, 70-odd years from now. All I can tell you is that Ripley won't be a part of it, neither will any of the other characters other than the alien itself. Original director Ridley. Fuck Annie completely. Fuck Ridley Scott. Fuck Sigourney Weaver. Fuck Neil Blomkamp. We're FX. Yeah. (laughs) That's what that that is. Says original director Ridley Scott is part of the series, having boarded early on as a producer meaning that while he may not be getting to make his third prequel movie, he will still have some input on the latest addition to the franchise. 
Filming is expected to begin on the series later this year, with the series airing sometime in 2023. There's currently no word on when Alvarez's movie could debut. So Scott's going to more or less be a backseat director. Yeah, basically. Or a backseat writer. You know, he's, he's about, like, he's about and push his glasses Zena, up. Morph would never well, do that. Yeah. When I came That's up such with a, the idea, it's like, come on, dude. Why the fuck would they bring this thing to Earth? You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. Why the fuck would... I don't know, man. Ratings? It feels like... <laughs> well, I mean... But still, though... Yeah. It's a fucking alien movie. Like, I don't... I don't know. Yeah, we got enough of those, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. It, it's... Uh... <laughs> Just let fucking Blomkamp do his. Bring Sigourney back. Like, with all of the fucking popularity that, that has been been had with all of these legacy sequels. And he wants to basically do... He would have been the first one to do a legacy sequel. He's like, fuck Alien 3. We're going to sequelize Aliens and be done with it. Alien 3 was going to be a dream or a fucking nightmare or a fucking alternate reality fucking bullshit. Whatever they were going to do. They were going to just sequelize Aliens. Yep. Why? Well, remember, just, Ridley Scott fucking stepped in and gatekeep. He was like, uh-uh. Yeah, I he was like, I make an alien movie. Yeah, and they made Prometheus, which was great. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I but enjoyed look, dude, Prometheus. He's been the bus driver of that franchise for a very long time. And bus drivers retire at some point. Well, yeah, Hand exactly. it over, man. You know, I think if I think if anybody can pull it off, it'd be him. Yeah, I mean, why not? You know, so they're gonna do a show that takes place thirty years before. Yeah, and has nothing to do with any of that. Yeah, and it's on Earth. Here's the thing: if this thing shows up shows up to Earth, then how the fuck does none of these people know about it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. The fact that Scott's not gatekeeping here. Yeah, right. he's involved big time. Yeah, or he's making a shitload of money off of it. Yeah. I think he just didn't want Blind Camp to come in, dude, and fucking show his ass up. Yeah, I well, really that, do. I, like, I could see that happening. He didn't want to hand know? that over, and that guy could just make a banger of an alien movie. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of prequels, Mad Max prequel has been written by George Miller, focuses on Max. Uh, Rockatansky. Uh, audiences will soon delve into the early years of the Mad Max post-apocalypse without Mad Max, as Furiosa focuses on the character introduced in 2015's superb sequel, Mad Max Fury Road. While many might miss the presence of Max, George Miller has revealed that Furiosa may not be the only prequel on the horizon, with the filmmaker having written another that would bring Max back into the spotlight. We also wrote, not a screenplay, but almost in novel form, Nico, Lothorius, and I, what happened to Max in that year before. And that's something that we'll look at further down the track. Uh, but I, but in telling each other the story of Furiosa, everything in Fury Road had to be explained. In my mind, I have a backstory of the Doof Warrior who plays the guitar. How could a blind man, who all he can do is play a guitar, how does he get to survive in a wasteland where everybody else is an extremist? An extremist. 
uh, how did he becomes, how did he come to be there? So we wrote little stories for every character when we made Fury Road. Miller revealed these details during an interview with the AV Club, teasing a Mad Max Fury Road prequel that would feature not only Tom Hardy's Max, but also several other standout characters, including the Doof Warrior. Uh, Furiosa was born from riding Mad Max Fury Road, so we already knew about that. And he just said it. Like, they made backstories for all the characters as they were writing Fury Road, which is smart. Yeah, connected. But, yeah. Furiosa will follow Anya Taylor-Joy mm-hmm. as an earlier version of uh, Mad Max Fur- uh, Fury Road character uh, Furiosa alongside Chris Hemsworth, Tom Burke, Nathan Jones, and Angus Sampson. What a name. <laughs> Angus Sampson, dude. You know he's a drinker. Way off, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. But, but look, man, Fury Road ca- kind of came out of nowhere. And like, holy yeah. shit, how good was that? I didn't think it was going to be know? good at all. No, nah, dude. I really and it didn't. Was, I was like, they can't really make Mad Max. Yeah, but they they killed it, you know? Well, dude, Tom Hardy, man. Yeah, right. Got to the front of a car the whole film. Yeah, right. Been through some shit, you know? I'm slow, man. Yeah. He didn't say shit that whole movie, really. <laughs> You know, oh, he's, he's a blood bag, dude. Yeah. That's such a fucking. Anyway, uh, I'm interested to see what they do uh, with Furiosa. And then if they decide to go back and bring fucking Hardy back, man. I'll, I'll take another Hardy helping. Yeah. Hardy helping Hardy. Yeah. I saw somebody on, I think it was Facebook, compiled all of Tom Hardy's MySpace pictures. Oh. <laughs> you should oh, see some of these that fucking... is funny dude that's yeah, funny you dude. mentioned that he lived life before he became a movie star i'll he say did? that yeah dude it's like later. him sitting there holding a fucking ak what? like him preparing for um just uh, being Boston. a dude on the internet yeah just being a fucking yeah i mean it, i'll yeah. be looking those up oh yeah yeah dude Living shot him in the tidy whities Yeah, dude. The oh, there's dude. one where he's like face down, ass up, dude. I was like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, this looks like MySpace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Tom would not approve, you know. Yeah. Different Tom here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he is face down, ass up. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. He swings both ways, though. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. He was you like, know. well, I'm an actor. Yeah, I might as well get it out of my system now. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. So, wasn't that Mad Max movie a prequel? The one they uh, did with him? Wasn't that like a prequel? I thought... Uh, were they just rebooting it altogether? Uh, it was a continuation. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, so is this, is this next one going to be like a prequel? No, that, he was literally leaving Thunderdome. Okay. When that movie yeah, picks up. Like they were still chasing him from Thunderdome. Yeah, okay. Blood bag. Blood bag, dude. But yeah, that was all the movie news that I saw, you know. The whale. I'm I'm excited to watch that. Yeah. What's going right? Pod locked. Yeah, for sure, dude. We'll see if it gets a stand and O. Yeah. 
if I stand up in my living room and clap, I'm going to record it, you know? Yeah. Just us all clapping on the screen. Just, yeah. You're not even clapping at the TV. You're just clapping at the The dog's freaking out. And you're like, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're clapping at the mirror reflecting the TV. And you can see him on the TV in the background. I'm that thumbnail flipped the other way so it was like Sidney Griffin clapping at him to the mirror. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's quite complicated. Uh, not a whole lot going on in the trailer world, uh-huh. but we did find a couple of things here and there that look interesting. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have any Bruce Willis or Mel Gibson or, you know, fucking insert 80s movie star here. Yeah. Uh, I saw a trailer with Bruce Willis, but it looked terrible. So, ah, uh, we should have included like the it trailer just for... and the movie came out at the same time. Ah, uh, makes it was sense. one of those yeah. where they're like, here's yeah. a trailer for a movie that's already out now. You can watch it on yeah. VOD today. It's like, heard it? Yeah. Oh, all quiet on the Western front. Yeah, we got a war movie right out of the gate, dude. I believe it's based on a book, right? It's a popular I think so. World War II novel, I believe. World War oh, I. Definitely. All right, let's peep it. Three, two, one, play. Oh, it's loud. Dude, it's loud. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Is this where fucking Wonder Woman shows up? Yeah. <laughs> you ain't going to be smiling in a minute. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look at him. Looks like he's seen the devil. Feed the beast. Yep. God damn. This looks great. I'm a sucker for these movies. Yeah. I mean, that looked good. Yeah, that, that looked really good. Damn. And it's a foreign shit. Oh. Sign me up. Armageddon time. This has got all Anne Hathaway in it and Anthony Hopkins. 
Hathaway and Hopkins LLC. Hopkins. We don't know if you're a good pick for Hopkins and Hathaway. We 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 deal with only the best of the best. We need you to be She Hulk all the time. H and H know you're on set. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Shut up. I'm ready, man. Three, two, one, play. Oh. Okay. Yep. Ha. Uh, I have it. I have another. When you talk like that, when you rap. That's a good mix of that song. I've seen this kid. Hmm. What? You saw that kid in the black phone. That's it. And the devil all the time. I like Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. I'm always talking like I'm up to something and yeah. you got to figure it out because I'm not going to tell you ever. Whoa, Anne Hathaway's playing the mom now. Hmm. Armageddon. So heavy. Yeah. I like uh, Jeremy Strong a lot, too. We got Antonio, dude. And Kate Bosworth. It's the boss. (laughs) The enforcer. I wonder what he does. (laughs) He's going to enforce it, dude. I wonder what he does. All right. Three, two, one, play. At least it's rated R enforcing. (laughs) Connor McGregor looking motherfucker. Damn. Just got fucked up by Puss in Boots. (laughs) You're not the meat, man. I would hate conducting business in a place like that. Yeah. Like they always do it, but I'm always like, man, lasers. It's loud in here, you know? Yeah. The boss. 
Oh, gambling. He's he strikes me as somebody that does that. Yeah. Oh, gambling debts. <laughs> I will return for you. What? There's a lot of loud music you wouldn't understand. I was in this club. It was it was crazy, man. Lasers. It's two chains. I got involved in something completely unnecessary. The fact that two chains is in this movie is not a good sign. Yeah. I'm making ass with Redemption. my friends. Ooh. Oh, sent boots. Yeah. <laughs> you have I everything, mean, no, no winning. It looks better than every other Mel Gibson and fucking. He busts in, busts in, holds a motherfucker at gunpoint. Where are the sapapias? Yes. And the vanilla bean ice cream. We got our first trailer, guys. Oh, shit. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. We I got don't know. our first. Official trailer. I mean, you have to have a do it. I'm you know, fucking. Let me leave so a comment. It's acting weird. All right. All right. Three, two, one, play. He's Christopher Robbins, is he? You left us, Christopher. We changed. <laughs> we got hungry. There was no more honey. There they are. Get out. <laughs> but you can't leave. <laughs> Oh, Piglet's fucking pissed, dude. <laughs> Too late, motherfucker. That movie looks crazy. 
I mean, we're pie-locked, right? Um, I'm down. Look, it's blood. You shouldn't have left us, Christopher Robbins. (laughs) (laughs) I was born in the Hundred Acre Woods. Born? I'm interested. Like, yeah, I'm interested. The English. Oh, Emily Blunt. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Like you was eating spaghetti over there, dude. Oh man, I'm slurping it up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm wet ass spaghetti. Y'all ready? <laughs> <laughs> wet ass spaghetti. <laughs> anyway, all right. Anyway, so all right, three, two, one, play. Where they got one room? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, BBC. <laughs> she knocked that money over. Filmed on set, on location in Ireland. This is in Ireland? No. I was like, what's the BBC's made it. This is terror on the prairie, dude. That dude looks like Matt Damon and old fucking oh, No Country for Old Men had a baby. Yeah, right. Red Dead Redemption DLC. Dead for a dollar. So this has got Willem Dafoe and Christoph Waltz. What? Yeah. (laughs) Why'd you sign us up for an acting class? I'm If these two are going at each other, and I'm not talking about in the sexual way, it's going to be great, you know? Yeah. Griffin's just she's showing the, the, the light from the, the TV reflect on Griffin. Marina cuts the corner and drops her ice cream and while you're sitting there going, what the fuck am I watching? I'm staring <laughs> into the TV like Defoe was staring into that fucking light on Lighthouse and just fucking cranking it out, dude. <laughs> I'm ready. Like trying to fucking start a fucking chainsaw that just won't go. Anyway. Calluses. <laughs> Dead for a dollar. <laughs> Three, two, one, play. 
the cheapest hit ever assigned. Graphic nudity. Oh, he's going to come Sign in. Have you ever been dead for a dollar? <laughs> I'll never do. I'll, uh... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it is. I'm watching it. Yeah. Senior Max. Oh, he's playing a bounty hunter again. Uh huh. We did what we done. You're going to have to be real close to somebody if you want to hit them with that gun. <laughs> this is shot like a, like a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. Legendary. Tiberio <laughs> Vargas. Oh. <laughs> from the director that brought you 48 hours really crossroads a bunch of other shit produced on aliens i mean when it said legendary director i was like you better i'm gonna go look i mean looks like a film full of soft grips and pistol whips oh also another 48 hours you also wrote those it's a sequel the warriors Come out what do you think when I get out of here? Lease works for a man. Now, let me ask you this, though. After watching that trailer, you see their little exchange there. It's like, you know, don't come looking for me. Don't come looking for me. I'm going to call it now. They're going to have to team up. And to get yeah. the girl back? Yeah, I'm calling I, it right now. I kind of think it's going to be cut and dry. I think he's going to go looking for it. <laughs> I told you I was going to look for you. <laughs> I'm gonna hunt you down like the animal you are. You put a bullet in a gun and it kills a man. Yeah. You put a bullet in that right hand, and that's the devil's spit. <laughs> I don't know what this medieval thing is, but it's got Michael Caine and Ashtar and Ben Foster. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Red Band trailer. Let's go. Oh, they're going to say fuck at some point. I see a YouTube titty. Already? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. <laughs> they're on here. I mean, it's IGN, man. Uh, I don't like yeah. when they do this with music. Nope. Damn. I thought Michael came retired. I did too. I mean, this fucking bomb track brought him back, man. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I swore I'd never act again and I read the script. Him. God damn. I am a dying bird. <laughs> this is not. This is so bad. In the membrane. <laughs> I know. All the king's horses and all the king's men ain't putting Holty back together again. Like the music just Yeah, it's too in that. It's too energetic. I'm a dying breed. Clap, clap, clap. I wanna I wanna pick up a sword. I don't want a boogie. But I'm a I'm a dying breed. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear Drake on no medieval soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. I try to plant a hatchet through his head, now I'm whacked. <laughs> <laughs> Control. I had to put because it's going to be available this month. So you know, I had to put some low budget sci-fi thing in here. You know, yeah. Is this a documentary about what's going on in the world right now? I think so. Let's roll it. Three, two, one, play. Control. I'm a dying breed. <laughs> oh. I wonder if it's based on that game. Might be. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, bingo. Oh. So is it like Cube? Wash your hands. Oh. That's number 13. 
It's a dying breed right there. Don't look too bad. It looks like they were putting her through the same type of training they would do like that. Uh, oh, the fucking Netflix show. Upside down. Um, yes. Like the stuff that that's based off of, like they would kind of torture these people to get them to lock into their powers. Yeah. We'll make a telepath out of you, whether you want to or not. It shows Michael Farts going full tusk on him. This is the first trailer for Hunted. Oh, shit. Hmm. Brought to you by Mossy Oak. <laughs> Buck <laughs> meal, baby. <laughs> Fancy dollars. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. In association with Bridgewater Productions. What's that? Uh... What's that fucking bass store? Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> Bass Pro Shop Productions. Outfits <laughs> outfits brought on or paid for by Academy Outdoors. By Dick Sport Goods. Yeah. And Carhartt. <laughs> We're going to Hibbit Sports. <laughs> what the oh. fuck? <laughs> Y'all in trouble. Have you ever read The Dangerous Game? Mm-hmm. You're the foxes. Yeah. I would trip one of them. You keep running. Yeah. Ooh. Is this like the UK's version of Get Out? <laughs> Something like that. I was trying to think of that other movie. Remember the movie where they were um that they what's that movie called? The Hunt. Yes. Yeah. They canceled, you know, like didn't want to put it out because like they were hunting down liberals. <laughs> yeah. You know? This is actually a funny movie. It had Sturgill in it. Yeah. It's kind of like that. If y'all haven't seen that movie, it is pretty good. I haven't watched uh, it, but I'll check it out. Funny. Not for the hamster dance. I mean, Amsterdam, sorry. <laughs> Amsterdam. This is that movie with uh, Christian Bell, Margot Roby, Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, like a hell of a cast. Like yeah. I'm jigging in the screen. Yeah. Whoa. It's a fucking It's a relic. Yeah. Where's the quarter? All right. Three, two, one, play. 
It's got everybody in it. Yeah. Every actor and actress ever. Taylor Swift. I kind of want to watch. Yeah. Looks oh, silly. Oh, dude. Bell looks like he's trying to out all of them. He got to try, dude. He's got the fucking Kramer going on. <laughs> he does have a Kramer. He was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he looks like the Jesus. He does. And that, there's Johnson one movie Toyota. he does where his hair's all crazy like that. Um, Barton Fink? Pasta. Yeah. 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 Or like a racer head or some shit. That was a fucking pull. My brain hurts. Yeah, nose bleeding. Throat's all Um, so on Thursday, Thor: Love and Thunder comes out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's that do on next that. week. Yeah, I'm interested to see what you guys think about it. I went to the. Theater to see it, so you know that's next week. And the next episode of fucking she twerk fourth one. Yes, the fourth one. Next episode of Shulker Box. (laughs) She twerk. She twerk, dude. Dude, if I just was thinking, remember I was talking about that green eyed lady. Yeah, they don't use that in the series. Yeah, they're They're fucking fucking up. They're fucking up. I'm going to have to uh, listen to that song. Yeah. I'm Me too. It up. Checks on the mail. <laughs>